0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. You know we just passed a super wild card weekend here. There were some upsets, there were some comebacks, and no, not Kim K. <laughs> but Good you know man. what? It
1: <laughs> something you had that one locked and loaded.
0: I know it. <laughs> Actually, no, just like Ray No, J. <laughs> um, but I think this has been the formula for the past few years, where it's like wild card weekend has been the best wild? game. Huh? It's been
2: wild, would you say? It
0: yeah, it has been wild. But thank you. you. I'll be here all week. I think I think Wildcard Weekend has probably just about been the best weekend of football for the past three years. And like I mean like regular season playoffs, like Super Bowl included.
2: Yeah, like this one is special. Yeah, I
1: think that's probably it's probably because there's like a lot of like real real underdog teams. that like are always like one throw away from winning and they win but those teams like either get eliminated or they go to the next round and play good teams that are actually going to crush them so it's a little bit of like just like borderline teams like just pulling out a good game and winning and then it's exciting
0: it it really is a perfect mix of teams that like borderline could have been the one seed and teams that like barely snuck into the playoffs you know what i mean like uh, we saw some games like, you know, Jacksonville and the Chargers, and like, you look at the Chargers, and they're, like, realistically, on paper, should be a powerhouse.
2: They, they should be phenomenal. They should be, but we'll,
0: we'll get to that, we'll
2: get to that. Oh, we will, foreshadowing.
0: <laughs> we sure will, but we're going to start with a quick opener first, not sports-related, since we're going to be doing a lot of sports in your ear holes for the next hour or so. I have to say it like that. <laughs> yes, I do. You guys had to make one purchase that's like, you know, is fiscally irresponsible, not life changing. So not like a massive investment could be an, could be a small investment, but one purchase that, you know, is fiscally irresponsible that you've always wanted to do, but have just never got the balls to do it. Like never, never pulled the trigger on it. You have one
2: Keish? Yeah, that description kind of changes it for me. You think so? Because um, when you're like never done it before, I was thinking about a purchase that I've made and I want to repurchase the I, item.
0: I would say never done before because this has to be a risk. Like this has to be something that you don't know if like... Well, oh, sorry. sorry. It doesn't have to be a risk, but like...
2: you prefer it to be.
0: I, I think it's more fun if it is. Well, because I was going to say... New, I'm, I'm very new, much like, a, like a new... subconsciously altering the question to fit... What my idea of it is, yeah, that's fair. Which is unfortunate, but no, I love it. Um,
2: um, my uh, my original thought process, right? sure. Um, it was was a driver, but why okay. don't you why don't you come back to me because I'm gonna I'm gonna need some time to think about it. So Ryan, do Ryan you have an here?
1: idea? Well, I had one. It's just like it's a little like offbeat and it doesn't sort of make sense. I was gonna listen to what you guys said and then alter if need be. But, like, the first thing that came to my mind is I've always, like, some, it's not it's not a risk and it's, like, sort of, it's definitely it, it worth doesn't, it. It doesn't it's need just to like, be a risk. It's, I think. If, if we're talking about financially irresponsible, yeah. then okay. I was going to say, like, I've always wanted to, like, go, like, travel for a month because, like, that's technically fiscally irresponsible for me.
0: It is, because but it's a so lot let's
1: let's say like an. But item, it's though. it's completely worth it, like it, it, it's yeah, so like
0: that's like that's on that's something you like have to do at some point. Is there like an item though that you've been like, you do know? You, do you have something
2: in mind? I you're, do. You are steering this somewhere, so I want let's. Maybe I am very
0: much steering this somewhere. You go but first it's like and then give Ryan
2: and I a chance. to... Okay,
0: so let me let me give a background. So I was just perusing through YouTube one day, just like whatever, as one does, and you know you go down the rabbit hole and like, but this rabbit hole that I went down was like actually pretty interesting because this was something I'd looked at years ago. Like I'm talking about like 12th grade and you know, back in 12th grade, you think you think like $500 is a lot of money or whatever. And sure. now it's like $500 is still a lot of money. It's a lot of money to throw away. But if you have $500, it's kind of like, that's not a lot. It's nothing. Yeah. Um, so, the rabbit hole that I went down was Amazon return skids. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds funny, right? What? No, listen. People buy these full skids of Amazon returns, and it's like everything. They package them all together. So, like, the ones that I was watching expressly were like tech unboxings, and these people buy these random skids of Amazon returns for like literally like i i'd say like 500 bucks and it can have the most wild stuff like there are people that find like xboxes like um and i'm talking like the new ones but you know games like uh any tech like tablets uh what else What? what's some other doesn't do really laptops in there like Macs? it's crazy and they are sometimes fully functional which is insane
2: yeah, imagine spending 500 bucks and getting a new macbook
0: that's what i'm saying and not like,
2: being just like functional,
0: functional? well but that's there are people that do this for like a living mm. like they buy amazon it's just a new
1: skids. age version of like the storage wars
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what you're absolutely not wrong like you're not wrong at all and i've always wanted to do that because in mississauga they have like the warehouses that sell the skids and like obviously you can't go like picking through the skids but like It is kind of crazy to see what you can get in return for, like, putting down $500 up front to buy one of these skids. It's nuts.
1: I mean, if you have the money and you want to take the risk, it's not crazy.
0: It's not crazy, but then... So, that's where I was coming from, where it's, like, it's a lot of money to throw away, especially if you're throwing it away on junk.
2: I mean people spend more than that in their lifetime on lottery tickets so I think you're okay.
0: That's
1: also well, crazy, I said right? something that came to my mind that you that you sparked. Go ahead. Um I've always wanted well since it came out I've always wanted one of those ultra gear like m- like monitors that oh, are like okay. curved. Yeah. And they're so much money, but they look so good and they're really really like
0: they are like new and, and functional.
1: Expensive. But, uh, I've always wanted one and I have no reason to get it because I have a perfectly good monitor and I mostly use it for like using dual monitors for school, like connecting it to my laptop. So like, honestly, like I wouldn't need it, but I just wanted it. It would be totally financially stupid for me to do it. Oh, of course. Yeah.
0: See, like kind
2: of in the same boat, right? When I was talking about like a new driver, I, so one of my buddies went to go like look for a new set of clubs. Yeah. And so he's like, like, if you see anything, like, let me know. And I'm like, sure. Which means I immediately the second I got home, I hopped on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Started scrolling through. You want to talk about a rabbit hole, okay? YouTube was the rabbit hole. That that has moved on now. Facebook Marketplace is the new rabbit oh, hole. Oh
0: baby. Trust me. You get just sucked in.
2: Yeah. Um, I found so many sets and I sent him a set and he goes, Yeah, I went and picked him up the next day after he sent it to me. <laughs> so he got he's got a new set of tailor-made irons. It's um,
0: it's crazy. The like golf in particular, the stuff you can find on solid. Facebook Marketplace. It's all these old people that, like, old rich people that'll buy, like, golf stuff, and they'll be like, oh, this didn't work. I can't return it, so I'm selling it for half of what I bought it for. So, you
2: know my driver, right? The Cobra F8? Yeah. So, I found the F9, like, a, the next year's model, yep. which most of the time when you see them, they're retailing for about, like, or not retailing, Facebook Marketplace is selling them for about, like, 300 300 to 400 depending on, like, who's selling. Sell one for 120 bucks.
0: You you sent me, so when I was looking for my driver, mm-hmm. one of the ones you sent me was the F9. Yeah. It wasn't 120 bucks. No, but, but
2: 120 bucks for the F9 is left-handed. That's crazy. So I sent it to my buddy because he was a lefty. So I sent that over to him. I'm not sure if he bought it or not. But that sent me down the rabbit hole, and I started looking, and I'm like, do I want to buy one? Like, kind of. Um, I think that would kind of be like a really stupid purchase right now. Yeah. Uh, especially considering I still have yet to buy my Golf Membership, which I'm doing soon yeah and I don't really need a new driver, considering at the end of last season I was hitting three hundred yep and I finally got that swing back and I'm hitting three hundred again so mm-hmm. does a driver get better than three hundred for me no, you could hand me like a fully custom driver I don't think I'm getting more than ten yards, so it's not worth three hundred dollars
0: yeah of course right
2: i uh, so i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with what I got but in terms of like <laughs> like a risk purchase
0: i think I think risk was a bad way to put it because again, I was just tailoring it no to...
2: but i but I kind of love it here. I think what I'm going to go with is something that we just mentioned. One of my favorite shows growing up. Okay? I watched a lot of a <laughs> oh, lot of no. HGTV. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of that stuff. Okay. Um Extreme Couponers. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that? Yeah, that show is sick.
0: Haven't seen it. Have
2: heard of it. Okay, that show, man. Watch an episode or two. It's absolutely unbelievable these guys. It's like a little bit dramatic. They're freaking out over 10 cents, right? Like I but I saw one guy who have a grocery store own oh, like six bucks. Mm-hmm. And he bought like three thousand, oh, like a thousand dollars worth of groceries, and the grocery store owed him six bucks. Yeah, like, that's insane. However, uh, storage wars was was always a guilty pleasure in mind. It was kind of fun to see like what they would go through. So storage wars, I think I I would I would want to um, live that life and buy a storage unit and just see what's up.
1: Do that you think it be... was staged? Like this like stuck I, like I would say I
0: would say some of that stuff was definitely staged.
2: I would argue they just kind of did it in volume, so they would buy like a hundred of them. And then only filmed the ones that were ended up being good.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, that's fair. But I we're
1: filmed like, everything and only showed the ones that were good. Yeah, because you that's, had that's like the bids, like unless they too. like fake the bidding process yeah. too. I don't know. Like it could all be scripted. You don't know.
0: Yeah, that's also sure. fair. All right. Well, those are some good answers. But we're gonna roll into the uh, main. We got a lot to go over. A lot happened this weekend.
2: Oh, the producers queuing me. They, oh, oh, oh! <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back to the Case Punt Podcast. With us today, we have three quarters of the boys. It's Aiden, Ryan, and myself, Keyshawn. Brady is. Uh... Oh, I don't have my producer notes for this. Ryan, do you know where Brady is?
1: He's gallivanting.
2: He's gallivanting, and I'm
1: jealous. Yeah, it doesn't matter where. He's no. just gallivanting <laughs> yeah. somewhere that's, that's not bad. Canada. I,
2: I think he said where he was right, like on the on the shots, shot Shank Redemption. episode? Yeah, he said where he was. Yeah. So go listen to that if you're a real one.
0: Um, We don't have many of those.
2: uh, Somebody, one of our friends from high school actually texted me saying that they listened to it and they thought it was hilarious. I'm going to have to... We'll talk talk about that. It's it's Emily. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just out of nowhere, she texted me. One of our uh,
0: AWLs, all week listeners. No. Uh, She said it came (laughs)
2: up in a recommended page and and so she gave it a listen and then... uh, She's like, yeah, that one was really funny.
0: Partially weekly listener, okay. I think she's P- only listened to three. P W L, love that. Um, okay. Anyways. Anyways, Aiden,
2: I heard you have the episode.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna roll into the super wild card weekend. Got a lot to talk about. This was like like we foreshadowed at the beginning of the episode. It was it was a pretty crazy weekend. It's a great one. It was. It was awesome. We're gonna start off with the Saturday games. First off. We had the Seahawks and the 49ers. Uh, 49ers wrote to Gino and he didn't get the chance to write back because he got he f- fumbled the paper and the pen. Um,
2: Ryan, just so you know, he has a bunch of these jokes written down, so just be prepared. <laughs> I'm,
0: oh I'm staring God. at the score. No, I'm kidding. No. But, man, that 49ers defense. Oh, my
2: God. Okay, here's my thing. Is i I just don't like to cheer for them, but is there a team that is better than the forty ers right now in football? No, they've won ten straight and make it eleven now
0: What's, yeah uh, i and I simply don't think so i I just like you have
2: you have the deploy on your team right in in and the the rest of that the rest of that that front seven is the best in football, I would say, yep what the Eagles might have a shot at it, probably not.
1: I mm, 49ers. Good. They had like a
0: couple all-pros. It's it's just not like, close though.
2: Yeah, I like I I that's the thing, right? It's not it's not it's not very close. Um and then the offense. Never mind Brock Purdy. I like I, you know, he's he's been he's been great. I have my I have my thoughts on him and I have my doubts with him. Yeah. Um but he has done everything that you need from a quarterback. Yep. He showed his inexperience <laughs> in the first half and then brought the fire in the second half. Right, like that was a game. It was a game until the second half. Um, but when you have Debo Samuel playing the way he is, George Kittle, sorry, Greg Kittle playing the way he is, you have uh, Brandon Ayuk, who's showing why he was drafted in the first round, and then you have arguably the top number, like the number three player in football, and Christian McCaffrey, um, and he is playing fully healthy, fully loaded. That's what Panthers fans have been delighted to see over the last couple of years. Um man, I don't I really don't know if they're stopping this offense and I don't know how much you can score on this defense. So when you have that, the Niners looked phenomenal in that second half.
0: Yeah, no they definitely did. Ryan, what are what are your thoughts yeah. on the game?
1: Um when I was watching the highlights because uh <laughs> I didn't get to watch many or any of the games this week cuz I was doing work, but I did watch all the highlights in preparation for the episode. Um And I will say that like highlights are in large part completely biased for the team that's winning. And it's even worse if it's a blowout because you only see the highlights of the fun stuff. So I'll try to like say that with a a little caveat there. But, um, the one thing that I noticed about the 49ers team is well, one, their defense is dominant and defenses win championships. So if I like, they're obviously going to come out of the NFC and whoever comes out of the AFC is going to have a tough time. But, um, uh, Like the whole Brock Purdy thing, he's been good. He hasn't been as good as some people are making him out to be. A lot of people think he's the next coming of Christ or coming of Tom Brady. Um, but like, there, it's an incredibly quarterback friendly system. Um, like Mike Shanahan's offense is incredibly quarterback friendly. Um, uh, And there's like actually like there's a lot of offenses that were built the same way like McVeigh and uh, Lafleur in Green Bay same built the same way. I mean Aaron Rodgers doesn't run that offense, but um it's built the same way. Um so like I think a lot of quarterbacks would have a lot of success in that system with that supporting cast like Ayuk actually being good now, Um, Kittle like his late season resurgence and. Oh, Debo. Yeah, of course Debo. And then CMC is the best catching running back in the league. So, um, I think that he has so many good targets, like it, it'd be hard for him not to do well. That being said, he's been serviceable. Like he's like made the throws. Someone's got to throw the ball. So he's making the throws. He's good enough. And I think that's good enough for them to win a Super Bowl. Um, as long as their defense keeps playing the same way. And it reminds me of the Bucks defense when they won the Super Bowl. Um, they, they hard carried a lot of those games because Tom threw like three or four interceptions when they played the Packers in the NFC Championship game that year. So it's a lot of the same stuff. Um, yeah, that's, those are the, the things that I got. Um, Seattle was okay. Like, just mediocre. I didn't think that they like... I think they just ran into a buzzsaw. I think that's all it was. They ran into the best team of football right now.
2: That's a good way to put it, running into a buzzsaw. Uh, DK Metcalf, eight. He had a great, great week.
1: Um, yeah I'm glad I'm glad he had a good, good week <laughs> couldn't, couldn't have done that throughout the regular season no
2: uh, no, absolutely not um, I would have liked to see the Seahawks go a little bit further you know knock the Niners off and you know Gino has like a really good underdog story uh, so that would have been cool to see him, them go a little bit further but I'm um, I'm a-okay with, uh, with with like the Niners are going to win that game like 99 times out of 100 the Niners win that game and Uh, I think you put it the best, Brock Purdy, serviceable. He is with that team. And it's not that he's bad. I just think he's good enough to win a Super Bowl with that team. Exactly. Yeah. He's not bad. I just don't think, like you said, I don't think he's the second coming of Christ. I don't think he is Tom Brady. I just think he's good enough. And that's all you need. With a team like that, that is all you need.
1: And also, if I'm the Seahawks GM, it's been an incredible win of a season. Because you expected to walk into a massive full-on rebuild, like three wins, four wins this season. Instead of that, you went to the playoffs, so the fans are happy, and you also get the third overall pick because of the the Russell Wilson trade. It's just an incredible W of a season for them, and if if they keep Gino, which they have reason to now, he just broke a lot of Russell Wilson's records, um, then, you know... You don't even need they to can draft like, either a weapon or like some really good talent in the first round. It, it's just an incredible win, even though they lost in the first round.
2: And like think about it, right? They don't have to draft offense at all. They have two rookie tackles who are outstanding all year. You have two good receivers in Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Ken Runner comes back next year healthy, and he actually played really well in the playoffs. You have yourself a quarterback. Yeah, sure, you can beef up the interior offensive line, but that's like a day two, day three type situation. You just need to fill out the rest of the defense. You got Tariq Woolen in the fifth round. The Seahawks are known for drafting corners in the fifth round. Shout out to Richard Sherman. Uh, Cam Chancellor, I believe, was like a sixth-round player as well. And then Brennan Browner, Aiden, correct me if I'm wrong, undrafted guy. Um,
0: CFL guy.
2: CFL guy. Uh, Calgary Stampeder, if I remember correctly. Um, But they've built their teams on on late-round draft picks. Uh, This year, you can put... A top, you can get one of those edge rushers. You can get uh, Brian Brissy who's an interior defensive line. You get Miles Murphy, who's the uh, edge rusher. Maybe Will Anderson ends up falling to them. Um, the Seahawks have a great future. They have two first-round picks. Don't get, don't forget that two first-round picks this year, and I think they got what two more next year as well. Because Russ was multiple yeah, yeah, they, picks.
1: I think so. The future. Don't get it right wrong though. If they wanted to, if they were like, because I don't think Gino's a long-term answer. He's no. he's not young. Nope. And uh, if they wanted to, they have the luxury to sit at number three and say, let's take the quarterback of our future, you know, and kickstart a rebuild really quickly because Kenneth runner, like the, as, as shelf lives go running backs is the lowest. So if they wanted to kickstart their future, have Kenneth runner, have a, a good quarterback, you know, CJ Stroud or Bryce young may, one of them may be available at three. You never know.
2: Well, Will levels is also there and I like him. All of them, not as good as Anthony Richardson. He's my favorite. I love that guy. I, I mean,
1: think, they're gonna uh, have the, they're gonna have a choice yeah. if they want to take a quarterback and let him develop under a year or two of Geno. Hey, they have that luxury. Well, it's incredible win of a season for them. Who thought everybody thought they were gonna get oh, blown sure. out every game
2: for sure?
0: Well, that's that's the biggest thing, right? The Seahawks exceeded all the expectations. They have the <clears throat> number five pick in next year's draft.
2: Uh, oh, it's five, eh? Not three.
0: I thought it was three. <coughs> I think I, I, I thought think it was. No,
2: it is five. It is five. It is I five. thought it was number five. Yeah. I saw, I saw a thing where the <coughs> Panthers trade up to number five. No, because it's quarterback.
0: it's Bears, Colts, Texans.
2: Bears, Colts, Texans. Yeah. Nope. Colts pick up four. Bears, Texans. Er,
0: oh, Bears, Texans, Colts.
2: No, Bears, Texans, Raiders, Colts.
0: Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, the way that Shanahan and the 49ers have built that offense, like 49ers have had a good defense for the past four years, I think. But, uh, you look at the way that Shanahan and the 49ers have built that offense. There's three elite running backs on the field at all times. Like if it's not CMC, it's Eli Mitchell, Juice, and Debo. If it's not CMC, it's, or sorry, if it's not Juice, it's. Eli Mitchell, CMC Debo and when you have the best and Ryan don't get mad at me when I say this because it's true when you have the best left tackle in the game of football who is probably the fastest offensive lineman too the guy pulls like a motherfucker
1: but Trent he's really good man I'm not going to be mad about that he has been out of commission for two years I mean he didn't let up a sack this year So he's still good, but it's not trend level yet.
0: It opens the entire field for a guy like Brandon Ayuk, who he's good. Don't get me wrong. He is really good. But like when you have such an elite running offense and the Seahawks defense, who's like struggling to keep you in check at that point, it's obviously going to open up the field for an average quarterback like Brock Purdy to abuse you. So I think that's one thing that San Francisco did really well in that game. Also, we
2: should. I think we should move on to the to the next game. We um, going to but yeah. the draft order for the top five goes Bears, Texans, Cardinals, Colts, Seahawks at five. Oh, you're right. And yeah, then the Cardinals, yeah. the Lions pick at six via the Rams, <laughs> and then Raiders, Falcons, Panthers, Eagles via the Saints.
0: Gotcha. All right, so the next game is. Easily the most talked about game of the weekend. We got the Chargers and the Jags. The Jags ended up toppling the Chargers 31-30 to in a stunning, like legitimately stunning comeback win. Um, You see the first half, everyone's like, Trevor's garbage. This guy sucks. And then the best part about Twitter was going back after the game and seeing how many people said like, you know, Trevor sucks. Oh, Jaguars need to look... And jokingly, we're saying... Jaguars need to look for a quarterback in the first round. But um you know, Trevor's got that dog in him.
2: He does. Trevor, Trevor, Trevor does indeed so, have that dog in him and some waffles, apparently.
0: And <laughs> before before we get into like the actual like breakdown of this game, if you look at the second half of that game, the Jags got away with a lot of shit.
3: There
2: was including
0: of- including, but not limited to the lead up to the Joey Bosa fit. Do I agree with what he did? No, it, he's a child. Should that ref have gotten his grill? That was really bad too. Yeah. But and the fact that he called out the refs, I I can respect that. I think he's I think he's a baby. Like the fact that he was throwing his helmet on the ground, I will never. Doesn't matter who it is. Doesn't DK Metcalf last season or two seasons ago called him a baby. Stand by that. He's matured since then though. But you know.
1: If if he threw the helmet, he, he doubled down on it too. Not even just once.
0: Oh yeah, Staley handed it back to him, and he threw it on the ground again. <laughs> oh here, Joey, take your helmet.
1: <laughs> that
2: actually sounds more like Joey than it does like Staley. Yeah, he sounds like
0: a <laughs> thumb, but he, he does. He actually does. But like, you know, I think the way that refing it, it's it's getting so bad. The refs have so much power. And what Bosa said makes a lot of sense. If a player messes up, they get fined $40,000. If a ref messes up and influences an entire game, which, for the record, I don't think the refs influence that entire game, but they don't get fined. They just get to go talk about it. Like, And then, worst case scenario, the league releases a statement and says, after reviewing it for 30 seconds... Yeah, that should have been a penalty Or No, you're right, that shouldn't have been a penalty And then nothing comes of it So here's my
2: thing, right? Yeah he, like I completely agree with Bosa here In terms of the fact that the players are going to get the $40,000 fine Name the ref that blew that call and the Rams uh, <laughs>
0: It was the same ref that Cassius Marsh, Cassius Marsh ran into Oh, was it? Oh, that's not where you're going with that? No, I was just going to say, can you name it? Can, do you
2: know what his name is? Because I, I sure as hell don't I
0: don't know what his name is But it was, it was that same ref Oh, that's so funny. You
2: deserved it. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, like the refs are kind of just like a forgotten after story, right? Like, nobody cares about them. Yeah. Like, I... so Bosa's right. They don't really have accountability. That's kind of, that's what I'm getting at oh, here, okay. right? Yeah. Like, he's right. is going to get fined the 40K, 50K, whatever he gets fined, and then plus whatever he gets for chirping the refs now. Yeah. And then the refs really kind of get off scot-free, and it's unfortunate because there was some bad calls. However, I will say this. They did blow a 30-point lead.
0: Oh yeah, no, 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 and that's that's kind of what I mean. Like, you know, they they did blow a thirty point lead, but it's almost at the same time. You gotta wonder how many of those points they because they if they don't score two of those points, they don't win that game.
2: So that's what's crazy. I have two funny stories about this, uh, like like these these games. Yeah, one is from this game, and one is from the Buccaneers Cowboys game. Okay, okay. So this one, they both actually involve my dad. So I was out. Um, I was out with 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 said for a little date night during the uh, during the Chargers and Jaguars game. We just went. We went out, and I saw the game was on TV. Yeah. And so I was just like, I was just taking a look at it, just keeping an eye on it. And I'm like, Holy smokes, this game's a blowout! And um, we leave. We leave the restaurant we were at at halftime, and go back to go back to um, like my house. And just before we went upstairs, uh, my dad is sitting in the in the in the living room. So I pop my head in to go say hey. And um, he, I, I'm like, oh, you're not watching the Chargers game? He goes, oh, it's a blowout. And I'm like, I, I'm not kidding. This, I'm not making this up. I like, look at him and I'm like, you're going to miss the biggest comeback in playoff history. I'm telling you right now. He <laughs> goes, N- there's no way they come back. There's no way. Not a chance. And so I go upstairs and Sid and I like, we're, I'm not even watching the game. I just have it on. Yeah. Like, I'm doing my due diligence, right? Like, I'm just going to have the game on in the background. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they score one. And then they score another. Then all of a sudden, I'm like... Sid, they score here. It's a game. Says so like, yeah, whatever. I don't give. A, Sid didn't care. Sid doesn't yeah, care whatsoever, course, right? Yeah. So, like, Sid, they score here. Could, it's a ball game, and um, they scored, and then they scored again, and then they kicked to win it. And I run downstairs, and I'm like, and my dad's watching. He goes, I, I. He turns to me and he goes, I just, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, it was cool to see. You love stuff like that. Uh, I love Herbert. Uh, now he has to shave his head. Rules are the rules. You know, I made yeah, the bet on well. his behalf, so rules are the rules. Um please don't actually hurt. It's like <laughs> him with the short hair looks weird. He looks like a child.
0: Yeah, he he does look kind of bizarre. He has yeah. some big old ears on him. He's got some satellites on him
2: yeah. for sure. Um, maybe it helps him hear defenses. It's not true. Um, <laughs> but I just yeah I don't know. I, I to watch them blow a thirty point lead was like borderline sad. Play calling absolutely abysmal. Yeah. Um, run the damn ball. They didn't do it all season. Eckhart just catches everything. Yep. Run the damn ball. Eckhart's a great running back. Josh Kelly's a bruiser. Like run the damn football Chargers. They fired their OC, so maybe they will next season. Yep. But I uh, all in all, I think just like a disappointing second half from the uh from the Chargers and Trevor Lawrence show that, you know, you don't lose on Saturdays.
0: Yeah. Like, well, that's yeah. true. He hasn't Yeah, he hasn't lost on a Saturday in his Although, entire life.
2: Jaguars Chiefs on Saturday, so yeah, so that's e.
0: yeah, okay. E. Ryan sending it up to the booth yeah. to you. What's your analysis on this game? Sky
2: Chair comes flying down. <laughs> Ryan's on there.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know, bat, it was a batshit crazy game. Like, I, I saw I, I turned it on just to watch a uh, just a tiny bit as I was doing work in the background, and they were like, they were obviously up 27 nothing in the first half, and I was like, okay, that's enough of that i turned it off and then i checked back in at the end of the game and they won and i was like wow this is just insane and um watching some of the highlights i was like man do trevor Lawrence got that dog in him and then like he does but then it's a questionable dog and um <laughs> it's a uh, it, it's
0: <laughs> it's a timid first
1: half dog and and like and the, the way i'm watching them and i'm thinking i'm like Man, they might be. They could either be a very, very, very good team really quickly, because they do get Calvin Ridley back next year, Um, and everybody forgets about that trade. And Calvin Ridley is really good um, when he was playing, and he was suspended for a year for the for the for the gambling mishap. Um, But when he gets back, they might be really good. And uh, obviously, ETN shows flashes of being elite, and so is Trevor. And if they just sort of like level out and consistently play really good. It could be elite really quickly. Uh the defense needs a little bit of work still for sure. Um, but you know, they've got a really good coach. I think isn't it Doug Peterson? There's, yeah, a, there's yeah. their coach right now. He's and he I mean, he is a Super Bowl pedigree, right? He won with the he, Eagles.
0: He basically like that's the thing. He basically lost a job uh based off of politics, which you know, for the record, I I don't he he did the opposite of what Lovey Smith did. Which You know They both knew They were going to get fired Or whatever And uh, Or Oh no Doug Peterson was trying to save his job So he tanked To try to get a better pick In the draft Whereas Lovie Smith Knew he was going to get fired So he basically said Fuck you to the Texans Him and Dangerous Davis Mills Went out there and won And uh, didn't (laughs) get that first First overall pick Don't call him that (laughs) He He was dangerous in that game But Uh, I do agree with what you're saying completely, that offense. At the end of the year you can tell Trevor Lawrence got way more comfortable with his receivers and he started to realize like, hey I don't have to put this ball to Christian Kirk on every single throw. Like, I got guys like Evan Ingram who, starving for that ball. That man's starving. So he started getting him the ball, started doing well with it, and Zay Jones Jones. balled out. Yep, for sure, big time. Zay Jones did really well at the end of the season there. So I think that was yeah. just one thing again, like, you know, Trevor Lawrence's first playoff game, he's gonna be jittery. And I don't know.
1: Playoffs is a yeah, different okay, one. but there's jitters and then there's four interceptions on like eight throws. Okay. Well, yeah, no to no, be no fair no.
2: like four of them got or three of them got tipped.
0: Yeah, don't like don't get me wrong, like that's it's not good. And if he pulls that shit against the Chiefs, it's game over. Yeah, Mahomes is not well, it's, point. it's all about
1: winning that turnover. that's why i'm talking about it, it like they lost right i'm talking about like next season for them because they're gonna walk into the into uh the chief stadium just get their asses handed to them like most teams would i
0: i think it'll be a closer game i i genuinely don't think it's gonna we'll 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 get into very quick predictions after but um you got any closing remarks closing arguments yeah uh no very okay
1: <laughs> okay, I mean classic Chargers choke job though. They should oh have yeah. won that game easily yeah. and and you know sat their her. starters for the last couple minutes.
0: They chargered. They did charger. They they have to be the most very quickly, sorry. They have to be the most tragic franchise in all of the NFL. They they have the most I like, don't know, like Oakland's no, no, pretty no. bad too. No, They have some it, guess, some of the weirdest like that year, what was it twenty thirteen? They had the best offense and the best defense in the league, and they did not make playoffs because they gave up like 20 special teams touchdowns. Is that what it was? Because I saw that stat. I, yeah, they, I I I didn't understand it. Yeah, their special teams was so bad that they gave up like 20. <laughs> like it was ridiculous. They they legitimately lost games based off of special teams.
2: That's crazy. It not was the it best was offense in the league, the best defense in the league. <laughs> and not make the playoffs is unfathomable.
0: Speaking about a high-powered offense, we're going to look at two high-powered offenses in this next game. That's the Dolphins and the Bills.
2: Yes, Skyward Thompson.
0: He, he. you know what? Say what you will, he did really well. And that's kind of what makes me think even more that Tua is not a good quarterback. <laughs> but, um, okay, you know what? Real question, though. They have Tua. Do they win that? Like, I'm talking about fully healthy Tua. Do they win that game?
2: I don't know. I
0: I say yes, man.
2: I'd say yes. I I think the Bills
0: are frauds. I don't think they're frauds at all. I think they're a very good football team. I just think, like, man, Miami's defense played that game perfectly. Like, they sent guys on every single play, and it worked. People like Javon Holland, man, they sent... They sent game. him often, yeah. and he was getting home on he, every single play. He had he had that proud Canadian massive interception as well. He is a proud Canadian, uh, love, pride love, of Coquitlam, BC. We love our Canadian kids here. Oh yeah, um, but more to the fact as well, you know, it's it's the same thing with Trevor Lawrence. Like next week, if that Bills team cannot score early and often, because they they do it all the time you know, they're a very high powered offense. They're a very good offense, but if they can't score on their offense, like they didn't do in that first half of the game there, like they, they were not productive on offense in that first little bit. No. And that's the biggest problem. Like if they cannot be productive on offense in the first little bit, they're going to get ran over.
1: So yeah, I'm going to be completely honest. I forgot they played football last weekend, so I didn't watch the highlights (laughs) of that one. That's okay. Um, but uh, one thing I have noticed, like throughout this season or even last season, about the Bills, they constantly play down to their opponent. Instead of like playing consistently at their elite level, they play down to opponents, which means that they're always in close games. Always, yep. you know Hold what on, I mean? Son. Like it's it's kind of crazy. Like either they're like blowing out the team, or it's like a one point game.
0: Yeah,
2: that's the wisdom They need that to you figure. Really out sit out. up in the sky chair.
1: It's
0: it is amazing because they should be so much better. Yeah. And it's not it it's not even Brian Dable's fault. He's a great coach. Brian Dable? Oh sorry, not Isn't Dable. Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott. McDermott. I was I was thinking ahead to him actually being a great coach.
2: A fantastic coach. we'll yeah. get there. Yeah, we'll get there. We said that nine times this episode. We, Take a shot next, every time you hear it. Next game we'll get there.
0: But yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, honestly, this in my opinion, this was like one of the more boring games, but
2: um, it was it, like relatively back and forth for a bit there. Um, the it was. Bil- it just was like... You know, the Bills have an uncanny ability to rely on the big play. That being said... But it hits.
0: Let me preface this. One of the more boring games for Wild Card Weekend is... It's still
2: a better game than... Better
0: than 90% of regular season games. Better so. than 90% of the Super Bowls yeah, we've seen in the last 10 years. Yep.
2: Um yeah, they just, they rely on that big play a lot, the the Bills. And like, yep. it's Gabe Davis, it's Khalil Shakir, it's Stefan Diggs, right? They rely on that big play. And it's like, uh, do you remember like my thing on Saquon was in college, a lot of his highlights and a lot of his yards came on big plays. And, and you're yep. not sure if that production is going to be able to hit at the next level. You're not sure you're going to be able to see those big plays at the next level. Saquon's done it this year, okay? And it's the same thing as the Bills. The Bills have done it this year. They last year in the playoffs, Gabe Davis had that four touchdown game where it was just big touchdown, big touchdown, big touchdown. Earlier the season, Gabe Davis had what, a ninety-five yard and a ninety-eight yard touchdown, back to back drives, right? They can hit that big play. If that disappears, I'm a little scared for like what their offense has. Josh Allen is a turnover machine. Thirty turnovers this year, I think I think is what the number was. Um but and I mean they're 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 only getting healthier, right? I think Jordan Poyer came back and and or Micah Hyde, one of their safeties came back. Um, the Bills are always going to be a scary team, and that big play ability is dangerous.
0: Are are we ready to become the first podcast to push the narrative that like Josh Allen is the white? Uh, Jabu wins?
2: No, no, he's better than Jabu.
0: I know, but like, can we just, can we just, he's a little bit better. Can we just have a little bit of fun? Cause like, realistically, hear me out. in t- 2018, 2019. When everyone pushed the narrative, like you know, Jameis Winston's bad. Jameis Winston's not good. But like in 2018, 2019, he was the touchdown leader. Jameis. Yeah. Yep. He also threw the most interceptions. I mean, but like 30, 30, baby. <laughs> but,
1: but I have just, a very quotable like, thing in our group chat saying he has not played as good as he should be for how much people think that he's an MVP.
0: Oh yeah. No, I and like sense. for the record, I don't disagree with you. I love Josh Allen as a guy. Like he's he is a guy. He seems dope. He's a guy. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we gotta love him, but realistically, like you're right. Like, I don't know. You got, like this. This will take us into our next game. So this is kind of like a closing statement. But the the two worst guys in football might be playoff Josh Allen and primetime Kirk Cousins, because. You know, we we don't see a lot from either, but
2: um, we also didn't see a lot from playoff Kirk, which is uh, what the next game did I get? The yeah. yeah, yeah, you did get it right. Um, I didn't get to watch this game. This- uh, however, man, do I like Daniel Jones?
0: Vanilla Vic balled out man. I don't know if I'm allowed To say that <laughs>
2: um, oh, <you> he, <laughs> um, If Saquon says it Anyone can say it here, That's here, not true here, here's, here's my don't thing Don't call me on that Yeah I, I'm still not I'm, I'm just gonna call him Daniel Jones um, He has Cause here's the thing People said Like I think he threw 11 touchdowns In his first two seasons And then people were labeling him as a bust And then this year People are like Oh this guy's a Franchise quarterback now He only threw 15 touchdowns This season Okay Yeah I think what he brings can only be measured as the dog in him, and I like I don't I'm not I don't mean that like in a in a joking way, like he just finds a way to get first downs and win win games.
0: So, you want to hear something interesting though? I'd love to, Aiden. <clears throat> I I genuinely do think there's a. With what oh, sorry, Siri. Um, I genuinely think there is like a massive direct like line between his. Confidence and the way he plays. I think Dable has brought like a brand new confidence to DJ. And because like he gained like 15 pounds of muscle over the offseason, yeah. Um, <clears throat> he was he was quick before, he's fast
2: now. He's one of the like the best running quarterbacks in the NFL.
0: Oh, 100%.
2: Like, I, I who do you put above him? Because I'm putting I'm still putting Lamar as a running quarterback, I'm putting him above Daniel Jones. At this point, I'm pushing the narrative that in terms of running ability, it's Daniel Jones and Josh Allen are are, are in the same tier.
1: I I wouldn't uh, disagree with that at all. I would also put uh, Jalen Hurts, and I'd probably even put Justin Fields above.
0: Oh, us. if we're talking about rushing quarterbacks, it's Justin, Fields Fields and Lamar. At I have Fields Lamar Hurts. I thought
2: we were talking about. I'm, I I have Field Lamar and Hurts in that one A category. He's just
0: talking about if you have like the S tier that's. Fields, I, Lamar, Hurts. I'd even say, like, I don't know. Hurts Hertz even goes down a tier for me.
2: I can see that. I can get behind that. I,
0: I think Hurts is like, I don't know. DJ's my top of the A. He's, like, borderline. You got Fields, Fields oh, I and see, Lamar. If we're tier
1: listing, we're, Fields, we're talking about the A category, not yeah, the S. Fields, right?
0: Fields and Lamar are your S's. Like, those are the two guys that are, like, indescribably yeah. in the S category. Yeah. I agree.
1: Um, that, like, like uh, that. Being said, when I was watching this, that I took one, like the first note I took was uh Daniel Jones looks like a giraffe out there, <laughs> like a baby giraffe running. Kind but little, man, little, does he cover ground like quickly? Yeah, he moves. He moves. He, man,
0: that's what I'm saying. He is fat, and that's a bunch of his teammates have been saying the same thing. He's not quick anymore. He's fast. it's deceptive. And the other thing is, he's not like. He's gotten more confident in his passing. You know, look at the guys he's throwing to out there.
1: Like, That's my second point that I wrote down. Yeah. I was like, if they had an elite wide receiver, they'd be dangerous. It's it's almost like if they Saquon, had a guy Saquon, like... Saquon, Saquon.
0: It's almost like if they had a guy like... uh, Who's that, who's that guy that Odell? was really good a few <laughs> years ago? Oh, sorry, Kenny Galladay. It's almost like if they had a guy like Kenny Galladay that they could just put out there and like, you know, he'd be like an elite... Oh, wait.
2: You know what? That was though? a good one. That was you a know good what? One. Though that was a good one.
0: He laid a hit this weekend, bro.
2: He was blocking his ass off.
0: He was. Yeah, yeah. It's good to know they got their money's worth.
2: Um, <laughs> that was a seventy million dollar block. You want to talk about <laughs> spending money uselessly?
0: No, no, no. He scored. He scored one touchdown this year. Did he? Yeah. Oh, you didn't see that, dude? Giant. So it was at home at MetLife. Giants fans were going nuts. Oh, I might have, must have just. Oh, it was it so funny. You'll, you'll need to look it up. Yeah, for sure. Giants fans were so happy. Show me happy. after the pod. Um, yeah, I. You know what? I think the Giants might be one of. And you know what? I was wrong. I, I bet against the Giants this weekend. I, you know. My stupid NFC North mind. I'm like, you know. If the Bears can be number one Then the Vikings better be the best team in the NFL Cause
2: Dumbass <laughs> That's a joke
0: <laughs> Okay um, What
2: What do you think the Vikings do going forward Is Kirk the guy We've known he, he hasn't yeah. shown up in any big games
0: Kirk Kirk balled out this year And you know I think He's getting My old. My biggest thing Is I I think they were wrong to pay Kirk Like a ton of money But I think Now that you have You know Don't that defense is, in my opinion, the worst thing on their team. Everything else they can wait on, that defense, that's how they got beat. They're yep.
1: secondary. They're secondary. They're, their second,
0: although Patrick Peterson actually had a really good year. Yeah, he did. But, but he, how long is he going to be around old. for? He's old. Yeah. And he gets he gets abused by fast receivers. So like that's my other thing. Well, but he's
2: not the he's not the PP twenty one that we knew and loved.
0: Harrison Smith's on his way out. Yep. Uh like he's not gonna be there much longer. Eric Kendricks, still solid. You don't hear about him much. They no. got Daniil Hunter. Uh,
2: they got to Darius Smith.
0: They do, who actually, you know, he had a really good year. So... Like that defense should have been a lot better than it was. Yeah, I'd agree. Zadarius was realistically the only great part. Like Daniil Hunter, I don't think he had a great year.
2: Although but, somebody somebody I want to just spotlight because he definitely needs more of the spotlight. Justin Jefferson is unbelievable. He you is. can say as much as you want about the guy. I don't think it'll ever be enough. I think he's I think he is just so the, good.
1: He needs to he's be good. He disappeared in the uh the last three games though. You know what it is? It's it's all maturity
0: yeah. and you know, the more you watch him, the more you realize, like, he's not a very refined receiver.
2: No, I think he's just better than everyone. He's,
0: he is. He's physically, like, he is so physically gifted to the point where he. It doesn't matter. Me, You're right. It yeah. doesn't matter. He doesn't need to run his routes right because he'll go up there and get it.
2: I was trying to, like, cover for you, and then he just, like, <laughs> said that you were burning. But
0: no, the guy, the guy balls. But yep. this, this game, yeah, it was, it was okay. Yep. You know, uh, Usually underdog wins are fun, but like it was a uh, thirty-one to twenty-four game for the Giants, of course. But you know, it it, the score is a lot closer than that game was. Yeah, I don't think the Vikings ever had a chance to win that game. All right, another fun game we got to talk about. We didn't talk about Brian Dable. We said we were going to Brian Dable. Great coach. Should should. Like, honestly, would be my pick for Coach of the
2: Year. No, it's got to be the Eagles. Sirianni had a great year. I would say
0: Doug Peterson. My thing with the Giants, Mexico. though, is like he brought a shitter of a team to the playoffs. My other
2: one who I would put over D'Abel is uh is... He's thanks, Siri. Yes. Yeah, so is um, she, want, she She knows Brady's not here, and she's just trying to get a spot. I know, yeah. Um, it's brutal. My other one would be uh, Pete Carroll, to be completely honest with you. But that's a different discussion. We'll have this conversation at yeah, a way to yeah. point. Um, um, but Pete Carroll, you got my vote, buddy.
0: Yes. Okay. Sorry. Next game. This one was a fun one to watch. Bengals. Bengals Ravens. and Ravens. Yeah. Bengals took this game twenty-four to seventeen. As we all know, Ravens had no Lamar, so it's like pretty much they had no team. Uh, and J.K. Dobbins would agree wholeheartedly that Dude, I basically, can't that's real. I, basically, uh, if you're not giving the ball to him and Lamar's not playing, then you got no chance to win. So
2: is he wrong?
1: Well, Brett Hundley didn't even play that bat. to be honest. If we're being Ty- honest. Tyler Huntley, I, not Brett Hundley. You Huntley. know what? Like, Different guys. I, oh, I think... Oh, sorry. Brett Hundley was the guy who was on Green Bay, wasn't he? He, was? he did quite
0: literally lose them that game.
1: Um, yeah, calling his own numbers. Okay, the
0: one call. play. Well... But, it, it, again, you can't... I'm it, a firm believer in you
2: can't boil it down to one play anymore. Like, that's not, like...
0: the Okay, but hear me out. I think the biggest reason you can boil it down to this one play is because a, you're on the one, you're inches away from the end zone. Yeah. B, you were never supposed to be in that position to win that game in the first place. Yeah, you shouldn't be calling. If an audible. you score that, tu- did he call an audible there?
2: Yeah, they said he called his own number.
0: I didn't. Okay, I didn't realize that. But, that
2: wasn't the play call. Yeah. Um.
0: Basically, my thought process is if you're if you're even in that position to win the game and you mess it up like that you know you're you're liable for it that's 100%. it's a sucky situation to be in but at the same time it's like why are you doing that in my opinion the biggest thing to come out of this game is that there's microchips in the footballs yeah what the hell we yeah, since NFL when? fans have been asking for this for years. information apparently and this is the worst way to design it I don't know why they did it like this they're saying it's not a hundred percent because the microchip is in the middle of the football so just put it at the end yeah, put one at both ends. Yeah, but What like, if I the use the other end? Underneath the stripes. What do you? I, oh, well, you mean on each side? Then. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Just put it. Just put it in. Well, the tip, right? Because that's all that matters.
2: Yeah, just the tip.
0: Just the tip. That's all, that's need. all you just need. Just the tip. Just the tip.
2: No, if you put it underneath the white stripes on the ball, put two of them in there underneath the white stripes. No, but you
0: want you want it to be on the tip of the football.
2: Well, no, because then I, at that point you might start compromising the integrity of the football, which is like no, you
0: put it inside the football.
2: Yeah, no, but like at the very tip, I'm saying there could be like it could be like yeah, it's just a like chip. fucked around with. I don't know. What um, do you mean? but what I'm saying is like if you even if you move it, like let's just say structurally, right? You can't put it at the very very tippy tip. Just put it like a couple inches in,
0: two inches in. But you could if you put it if you put one on each side.
2: No, I'm saying like like. If you damage the chip and it's not working, then it's just useless to not have the chip in there. Or if it's the chip or if the chip falls out, it's all, it's on the inside of the football. I know, but wait, you know, I what? Never mind. I have no never idea mind. what you're trying to never say. Mind. I'm sorry. Having it, having it a few inches inside to like protect it from from the out from, from the just being on the very tip of things is probably a better idea.
1: We're gonna have to. Yeah, but then you run into the same. We're point gonna have anyway. to agree. Did it cross the line? Saying, we have no. are gonna have to quantity. agree to disagree. But also, also, also I think I you know
2: how you, long, it, you know how long an NFL football is. I don't understand. If the chip's in the middle of the ball and you spot the ball. Do the math. I do the math. Yeah. Yeah. Six inches to the end of the ball. Guess what? The chip is six inches or five inches behind the line. That means the tip of the ball is over. That's
0: also true. Done. That is also very true. But you know Yeah, but
1: you can do that with one chip in the middle. You know what I mean? You don't have to put in two for that. That's true.
0: Sam Sam Hubbard was the uh, hometown hero in this game.
2: Frick. They they oh, they had a name for it. Uh the play. uh, I saw somebody tweet about it this morning. It was like something in the jungle. Um, hang on, the rumble in the jungle, rumble in the jungle.
1: That was like a boxing one, wasn't it? Uh, I think yeah. it was. They used in boxing, the jungle like, is long as long what Maybe a Muhammad <laughs> Fumble,
2: Fumble in the jungle is is, is, like is what they're calling it. That's a good one. Um, yeah, absolutely love to see it. They paid that man a bag, and it's just it's entirely worth it now. He's, he's oh been, he's been great, but yeah, that play been, that play alone makes him worth the bag. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Also, when you want to talk about quarterback rankings, okay, <laughs> I don't I don't ever want to hear Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes ever again. Until Josh Allen does something, I don't want to hear it. What my fight now is Joe Burrow versus Josh Allen. Who's the better quarterback? That's that's where I'm at. Joe Burrow. I want like the Justin Herberts in that conversation. I want Jalen Hurts in that conversation. Um, I'd say... I'm putting those four guys together. It is no longer... There is no longer a 1A, 1B, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. I don't care who you... Like, you can have your biases. You are uh, just... It is not not close. And Patrick Mahomes will get his time next week. So, you, you
0: can't... My biggest thing is you can't have Herbert in that conversation right now either.
2: No, I, I'm I'm just saying he's closer to Josh no,
1: Allen. No, Herbert's below all of them, yeah. in my opinion. What's yeah. that? Herbert Herbert. I think has, Herbert would be the fourth out of... If you were picking between... Mahomes, who is one, yep, nobody close. Then you have in the next rank, uh, let's say Allen versus Burrow. I think Herbert would be below both of those guys. Yeah, I yeah
2: mean, I'd, I'd agree. I'd agree. It's, I Herbert, Herbert has done nothing. It's, he's done it's, nothing. But Absolutely. It's, Absolutely. it's all
0: an age thing. Like he's he's definitely not a bust. He's a very talented oh, quarterback. Talented. No, it's all just like no. maturity. Being
1: below those guys doesn't mean you're a bust. No, it no, means no, no, you're no, better course, than the rest course. of the league.
0: No, but and I, still- I'm just trying. I'm just trying to preface so like our millions of fans don't come after us for saying something no, like fair. that because like I just think uh, you know, Joe if we, Burrow. If we get clipped and shipped, like we're just we're done.
2: To be fair, nobody's gonna clip us and ship harder <laughs> than we clip and ship <laughs> each other.
0: That's that's uh, also. Um,
2: I'm just saying, Joe Burrow. That guy grows on me more and more every single day, and I love that guy already. He's awesome. He's so
1: cool. Yeah, like he is so cool. He has a winning mentality. Yeah. They asked him after uh, the wild card weekend what their window of opportunity was to win a championship. He didn't even say, "Well, you know, you know, as long as we got the guys here, I love this team." Like the classic quarterback answer. Yep. He said, "Any time that I'm playing, our window is open." He's like, "He's just got that I, dog.
2: I am the window." He no, Ryan. He doesn't got the dog. He is the dog. Yeah, like when people say like For he's real. got the dog in him, they're trying to be Joe Burrow. Um, love the guy. I think he's a stud. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do in the in the playoffs. Like. Like the teams that I want to keep watching are the Chiefs, the Niners, the Bengals, and the Jaguars. Yeah, right. I think those are the the most exciting teams in football right now. Yeah, and the I Eagles, think I guess
0: well
1: for my analysis or when I watch this game, like what I picked up most is like I love Joe. I'm completely biased towards Joe Burr and the Bengals offense because they also have uh, Jamar Chase who went to LSU. Yeah. Um, completely biased. I love Joe Burr, but um, their defense is playing excellent right now. and I, They were not good. Very, very not good a couple years ago. They they have really turned their defense around and they're like their, their safeties and cornerbacks are swarming balls. Like they're getting picks left, right and center everywhere. Like it's pretty incredible what they're doing. They, they had pressure on um, on uh, Huntley like very, very often. Yeah. yeah. Like they made that game very hard for him. 100%. Um, that's why, like I'm saying, like I think the Bengals have a really, really good shot of coming and bo- going to the Super Bowl again this year. Like their defense is playing good, and Joey B shows up for big games. He doesn't shy away; he shows up. Yeah, so, I don't, um, I don't
0: disagree with that.
1: They they beat the Chiefs once this year, and yes, okay, um, Mahomes had a really good year, and he very deservedly will win MVP. But I think if Joe Burt, because he missed a game, um, because of the the Bills stuff. I think he would have had a, actually a real good shot if he had beaten Josh Allen at also claiming he could be good enough to win that MVP because he had beaten both Allen and Mahomes this year, Point and he that. put up obviously put up numbers not as good as Mahomes, but he had beaten both of them, which is worth something.
0: Um, so obviously don't want to start a whole conversation about this right now because we're gonna we're gonna try to wrap this up pretty soon here after our last game, but. I do have a question I want to like leave you guys with. Do you think Joe Burrow would be nearly as successful if he didn't have like all pro wide receivers his entire career? Cause like you look at LSU, he had Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. You look at the Cincinnati Bengals, he's got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins.
1: Yeah, I board. try not to um, put too Hurst. much stock into college stuff because there's a lot of players that look really good in no, college no, no, of that never looked good in I mean, the NFL. But, but yeah, Justin Jefferson and Demar Chase ended up being good, but there's a yeah. chance they didn't. So of course, um, course. but I'm just saying, I wouldn't, I'm I wouldn't really sure. consider the college stuff. But like, Looking yes, he's. It. I mean, for his first couple, I mean, it's hard to say because he tore his ACL in his first or first year, I think. Yeah. So I just, like, he really only half a season, and it wasn't a great half. But like. I still think he'd be good. I mean, he gets he, someone's got to throw him the ball. You know what I mean? Yep. And I just, Mahomes had Tyreek Hill for until this year, and also the, one of the best, if not the best, probably when he's done, tight end of all time.
2: I just don't think it matters. So it's hard personally. to compare that. I really, I really think Joe Burrow is a great quarterback, regardless of who he's throwing to. Yep. Fair he, enough. He just makes plays. Same thing as Mahomes. Just makes plays. I don't think it matters about your sporting cast. I hate the um, what? What? Your team's good, so so you're a bad player? No.
0: You're, no, I didn't. I I never said that. I I don't. And sorry, I know,
2: know I know you didn't. I'm just saying for like for just time.
0: I've I've said this. I don't think it's fair to base a player off of like, oh, if Tyreek didn't have Mahomes, he wouldn't be good. Because obviously, we see now they're both independently very good.
1: I've seen, I've seen, I've seen arguments for both sides of this conversation because if we look at uh, Tyreek Hill and Mahomes, they both had really good seasons. So okay, it's it's not either of them that made both of them good. But then you look at Aaron Rodgers and uh, Devontae Adams. Devontae had an, he's a, a first-team All-Pro again this year, I think, or second-team at least. And uh, and Aaron had one of his bur- worst seasons ever. Yeah. And this is the first year they're not together. So I've seen I've seen like stuff on both sides. Yeah. Okay. Aaron had a broken thumb for half the season, so that definitely hurt it. But you know, I mean, they had uh, steadily. Who's the guy that was throwing the balls to Devontae at the end of the year, and he's still putting up numbers? So sure, still- what can you say? Yep um Stidham, yeah.
0: Okay, really quickly, before we head into this last game, uh, Keish, who's your MVP of the weekend?
2: Ooh, MV- MVP <clears throat> of the weekend.
0: MVP of the weekend.
2: Um... um
0: this could include the Monday night game.
2: <laughs> Brett Marr. <laughs>
0: oh, boy. Uh, um, no,
2: I'm going to... I'm. My actual answer... Um, whoever fired up Trevor Lawrence in, in in between at
1: halftime.
0: There you go. That's Love my God. answer. Uh, Ryan MVP of the weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'd be a, a Trevor secret juice that he drank at halftime. And, <laughs> it's a, Trevor's um, turned into Johnson. a monster.
0: <laughs> um, my MVP um, of the weekend: Dakota Rain Prescott. Nice. Got bald. Played a perfect game. Uh, Keish, least valuable player.
2: <laughs> that, that's, that's that part's not a that's, joke. That's
0: a good shout. That's a good shout.
2: Remember when I said I had two stories about my dad for this weekend? Yep. Here's number two. Oh boy. So I'm watching this game upstairs and he's watching it downstairs and he goes, Oh my God, he just missed an extra point. That's weird. He goes, Oh my God, he missed another. <laughs> and then he go And then my dad texts me and he goes, Oh, for three. And then there's no chance he misses four, right? Oh no. Why are they still kicking? Go for <laughs> two. Um, <clears throat> And then I walked downstairs and went to go talk to him about it. And, uh, like, after he missed the fourth. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, like, I asked my dad, I'm like, do you cut him? Like, legitimately, you need a guy with confidence going you, into these you playoffs. Can't, do you, you can't you right cut now. him?
0: You can't right now. They're oh. going to cut him after the season. You can't cut him right now.
2: But, like, I don't know. If, if they didn't cut him now. They already said McCarthy came out and said that they're not going to yeah. cut him. Right? I don't see how you have faith in that guy.
1: No, he, you can't. You he got rid of him. Okay. He yeah, okay, out. but. And do you misses, have faith in the backup more? Probably not. Okay, because r- you know here's mean?
2: my thing, Ryan. There's more than 32 capable kickers in the NFL, or in the world, excuse me, okay? There's some guy somewhere out of college that, that can go make these kicks. Is he going to be better than Maher straight up? No. Is he going to be better than Maher with a confidence issue? If that guy goes out and misses the first extra point of the of their next game, what do you, like? he's never going to make another kick
0: again. Yeah.
2: Do you Good. cut him then? No, you're going to the, They're going to get
0: rid of him in the offseason.
2: But if he misses another extra point next week and then they still you, you win, can't, they still can't, win.
0: You can't cut him in the playoffs.
2: Um, I see I I think you can. If No, he,
0: like I actually don't think you can like I don't think you can get a uh, replacement for him in the our roster roster is locked
1: in the playoffs. Absolutely you can.
0: I don't I thought there was some I think what I would
1: do there. in that situation would not cut him but i definitely have my eye open for alternatives They're, to the situation
0: they they will most definitely move on from them i
2: i'm i'm sure they have a guy on their practice squad they can call up they every team has special teams guys on their practice squad i'm sure they have somebody if he misses another kick next week i think he's gone i think he doesn't play another game for the cowboys
1: um, but it's completely you know, if he does the same thing again absolutely he can you imagine for sure the absolute but people story. for example like remember mason crosby missed like four field goals in one game no, and then, well, he he did. He had a really really bad game, and the Packers lost because of it. It was in the regular season. Yeah, but they stuck with him, and he like you know he was lights out for the rest of the season and the next season and up till now. So you know what I mean? Like you can have a bad yeah. game and still be a really good kicker. You he, just have to stick with them.
2: He is a really good kicker. But, you
1: know, I don't know if he has if he hasn't had like another one of those types of games like Maher, then maybe. Come. But yeah, can I'm sure. you
2: imagine the story it would be if he kicks a game winning field goal for for the Cowboys? A Super Bowl winning
1: field goal for the Cowboys. The the redemption. Yeah, well, that, well, that would assume that they made it to the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, which they want. They're the Cowboys. Sorry, Dev, but um, yeah, I I don't know. Watching that game was was painful. Uh, the Buccaneers suck, and I'm so happy they lost.
0: Okay, really quickly. Oh, Ryan. can we talk about the Buccaneers really yeah, quick? We we will certainly get on to the Buccaneers game, Ryan. Who's your least valuable player? Um,
1: weekend? I I mean it's got <sighs> it's got to be. It's got to be Maher. Like I, I haven't seen a performance that bad. In I'm, a long time, I'm going with Joe
0: board. Lombardi and uh, Brandon Staley. Those guys suck. Uh, Lombardi lost his job. Staley's got to be next. Uh, Keish, who's your MVP of the weekend? Guy that lost, but balled his ass off doing it.
2: Um. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Okay, he had a wonderful week. Yeah.
1: He, he did uh, not Ryan. have a good week. I don't think. I don't know if he had like forty. He had like thirty six. I'm going to say T.J. Hawkinson. He, he, he had like t- 150 yards. Oh, that's true. true. He was no good out out
0: I'm oh. going with the old man, Tom Brady. Guy threw 66 passes. No shot. Yes,
1: 66 Holy passing attempts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that actually that that segues into my point about this game. Yeah, go ahead. So hard. Yeah, well, the, fr- the the most obvious thing was that uh, the team that were playing the Bucks, and I just watched the highlights. Who was it? D- I can't remember. Oh, it was Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Um. They played. They played deep, deep zone all game long. They had like four guys back every single play. Yeah. And it really, it really screwed with the Bucks because all they do is throw. That's all. Like they throw deep passes, and that's what they do. That's what killed. Um, them. So they just t- took that away completely. It is weird. And they um, like they didn't trust Lonnie. It's all. not New England where where like they're happy to dink and dunk their way. Their offense is built to throw the deep pass completely. Because Godwin and Evans are like gods at deep passes. And that's, they that's took they that away Carolina. and they crumbled because of it. That is and they their running backs weren't good enough to make up the difference. Yep. Now, yep. my point is that if Tom Brady insists on continuing to play in the NFL, why would he leave? He's leaving a team with uh, a future Hall of Fame wide receiver that's elite still, Mike Evans. And a really, really good second wide receiver uh, in uh, uh, Godwin. And they even have Julio Jones, who's at the tail end of his career, but he can still catch a ball when you throw it to him. Because he's going to go. go. He got a touchdown. He got a touchdown.
2: He's going to go to the future Super Bowl champions, where we have the best offensive line in football next year. He's got DJ Moore to throw to and Shy Smith and then Quentin Johnson. When 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 he to pick him, I don't even think he want that.
1: And we have Gronk. He's not going. He's not going in in division. He's he got will not going. No,
2: to no, because they're they're not gonna sign him back. He's gonna be out for a vengeance. And Tom Brady's gonna lead the Carolina Panthers to the Super Bowl in twenty twenty four.
1: I don't know. I don't, Let don't, me you be know, very clear. If Tom that. Brady wanted no, to I, stay I, in Tampa I, Bay, I'd, I'd Tampa Bay would keep Brady. him. Okay. I have so no idea why he wants to leave. So it gonna, is the perfect he's situation gonna, he's for his stay in Tampa. like they're gonna,
0: Ryan. They're going to blow up the team. They're not keeping that team together. Oh, I don't think he's. Safe. I don't understand God, why Godwin's, that defense
1: Godwin's, is a good defensive coordinator change away from being Super Bowl caliber again. Godwin's, There's nothing wrong with that defense, and it, like they have to draft uh, like a really good safety, like as quick as possible, or trade for one, or do something, or sign one. But they well, could easily be uh, a Super Bowl contending defense again.
0: Well, they want their. They won I, their I'm Super not. Bowl. It's time to start building for another one in the
1: future. Yeah, but their defense isn't even that old. There is nothing old about them.
0: No, but it's not what it was in that season, and they know that.
1: Like Devin White's still pretty young. It's it's more so. It's like, more
0: so they have to conserve their money because they have they're going to have no money to spend on players because they're going to have to pay. They're going to have to pay Mike Evans. They're going to have to pay like. Chris Godwin's on a franchise tag, no? I have no idea. I think I think he has this know. season, but there's there's many rumors about them trading either Mike Evans or Chris Godwin. The idea is that they're going to blow up their team and start new, you know, potentially look at drafting a quarterback in the next couple of years. Tom Brady doesn't want to be part of a rebuild.
1: No, why would he? It's just—it's a little bit mind-blowing. I think they're like one defensive coordinator change away from being really good again. Tom's, Tom's and that defense things. carried him to their Super Bowl. So,
0: well, it's also I insanity would, would that they—they—they they was... they
1: insist on having a forty-five-year-old quarterback throw th- every year. He breaks the record for most passes thrown. It's insane. It's because he can. But that season they won the
0: Super Bowl. He was also an MVP candidate. No,
1: Rogers. Yeah, he just didn't have a great. Um, no, that was like two years ago. I don't think he had a great postseason though, because well, they I know won, for a fact he threw Super three or four game. interceptions in one game to the Packers. Yeah. And they still won because their defense was good. Yeah. Okay.
0: That's that's fair. Yeah, he's uh he's definitely aged, but I if if he stays, I think he stays with the Bucks next season. I and if he goes anywhere, I think it's the 49ers Like or or the Dolphins. One of the two.
1: I also think he had like not a great game like he had one like his interception that he threw in the end zone there was like nobody around the like defending player
0: he's he's definitely old like that's that's the thing like he's well but seriously it's like you know his mind's still there his arms still there but like you can just by watching him you can tell like he's he's not the same Tom Brady that could mount a 30 point comeback right like um
1: it's not that he played bad because he had a couple of throws that were still like oh that's why he's the greatest of all time like the the one throw to Julio for the touchdown was beautiful. Yeah, it's just like he never used to have those inexplicable like random interception throws. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep, totally do. But and obviously he can still throw because he threw sixty six times apparently in that game.
0: Yeah, that's also true.
2: He's gonna end up like me, just in a sling next week, <laughs> just sore. All right, um, that is a that is a wonderful way to um. Uh, wrap it up. I think for the, for this episode, we've done uh, done a lot of talking here. Um, did, 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 any any closing remarks? And you did a wonderful job. There's a, a lot of Appreciate lot of good that. points you brought up.
1: Um, our, our closing remarks could be um, the predi- like quick predictions for next week.
2: Do we have time from the producer? We can. We can. You, want, want, to, you want to go Ooh, quick? Quick?
1: Um, Very quickly.
2: Okay. First game is Jags Chiefs. Ryan.
1: Oh uh, yeah, Chiefs.
2: Aiden. Uh I'm gonna go Chiefs. I'm also going Chiefs by a million. Um Giants, Eagles, Ryan. Uh,
1: who's uh who's playing quarterback for the Eagles?
2: Jalen Hurts. Is possibly, Jalen Hurts back? Possibly oh, Hurts. I'm pretty sure it is like Hurts. it's, like it's, a, hurt, it's seventy seventy five
0: percent seventy five percent that it's gonna be Jalen Hurts. He's
2: not on the injury report. Oh. I believe it's gonna be Jalen Hurts. I if mean, it's Jalen Hurts, play. I'm
1: taking Eagles. If it's anybody else, I'm taking Giants.
0: Okay, I'm going Giants.
2: I'm also going to go with the Giants. Um, I just, I just, I just, I, the, the uh, Mr. Mr. Vic. I uh, will not say his first name. <laughs> Vanilla um, Vic. I'm I'm going I'm going Giants. Uh, Bengals Bills. Probably the game most exciting uh, to Yeah, right. Always you first.
1: Um, okay, uh, I'm going Bengals here. Aiden, I'm going Bills. I'm going Bengals.
2: Uh, and then the last game of the weekend, Cowboys Niners. <sighs>
0: this game sucks. <laughs> I, I might not watch. This. <laughs> no, this this is gonna be the best game of the weekend. Oh, I think Bengals Bills. No, I don't think so. It's boring. It's gonna be sloppy. Um, oh, I'm
2: yeah. going Niners.
0: I'm going Niners by a million. I'm I'm gonna be. I'm going to be the odd one out. I want the Niners to win, but I'm picking the Cowboys. You're odd. You are odd. That's That one's for you, Dev. That one's I'm, for you. I'm odd, but you know what? Dak the way- played
1: really well. I, I, I will out. admit that.
0: Dak balled out.
2: You see what he said? He came out in support of um, I, Money Marr.
0: I just... You know what? I think I think that Cowboys defense is going to abuse Purdy next week. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, th- I think Parsons is going to have a field day. Oh.
1: We'll see. I we'll also, see. also additionally person. think that Nick Bosa is going to abuse Dak Prescott next week.
0: I don't know. That
2: Dallas O-line... If you're, if you're listening, just don't play quarterback <laughs> apparently, guys. Just just stay away.
1: Um, well, that is two good rushing defenses. Like, Micah Parsons is like an elite rusher. It's going to be a, defense. On the a great side,
2: pass Alright, folks. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I think... Uh, Aiden, I hope you have a city ready because, Ryan, you want to hit us with the outro?
0: Oh. Uno reverse. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, I'm I, okay. Uh, may your punts be high and down inside the ten. Uh, let's go, Jober and the Bengals. Stay classy,
0: St. John's.
1: Oh,
0: Ooh, what the world! is St. John's? St. John's.